Up Podcast. This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it is Friday, so we have made it through another week and onto the weekend for some more releases. And so it has been a pretty good week so far. It's kind of been Kobe week. Um, that's what it's been deemed because 824 was, I think, Monday. And so his birthday was Sunday, 824 is Monday, which was his two numbers in the NBA, and we're finishing the week off pretty strong with the Kobe 5 Proto EYBLs coming out, and it stands for something Youth Basketball League. I don't remember what the actual, uh, what the E stands for, but they are, they're a pretty decent shoe. I really don't have any sort of affinity for the colorway that much. I think that they're kind of, honestly, they're kind of bland, but, um... I do like the fact that they will be releasing tomorrow, and I'll be going for those pretty heavily as much as I can. Um, wherever I can find them coming out, I'll be going after them. Um, we were supposed to have the Yeezy 700 V3 Azeroths coming out tomorrow. Those have been pushed back to Tuesday, I believe. Um, I believe they've been pushed back to, uh, I think, Tuesday. So, um... I'm not sure. You may want to reconfirm that. I'll try and look into that a little bit better. I just kind of caught that quickly today while I was at work, but um, they are coming out at a much later date, so that is something to keep an eye on. There has been, I guess, some sort of issue with their production facilities and them wanting to kind of keep things slow for a little bit, so they are going to slow things down a little bit and, and, uh, you know, release them a little bit later. Now, there is one more release coming out tomorrow, and it is the Jordan 4 Union collab that they're doing, and so those will be another shoe that I'll be going after. I'm not entirely sure where those will be releasing yet. I got to do a little bit of research onto those, but they will be releasing, and they will do very, very well. So just a good—it was supposed to be an amazing weekend for releases. It'll be a good weekend for releases, and honestly, for me, sometimes it's better to have a good weekend than an amazing weekend because there's just so much to go after, and usually they're all happening at the same time, so you're kind of frantically running around, and when you're doing a bunch of things at once, you can't really do them all well. So Hopefully, I can go after some of these sneakers that will be coming out and getting them um, at a better, having a better chance of getting them. So, that's what I'll be up to this weekend. I have a lot of different things that I'll be working on as well. I have a lot of inventory I want to get listed up, so I'm going to be doing that and going to be doing a lot of taking pictures, getting listings made, getting listings up, prepping listings for Mercari and getting those sorts of things out of the way and trying to get as many things price adjusted and sold out of my store as possible because there are a lot of things that are going to sit for a while and that's something that I'm working on. I mean, there's oftentimes we make a a mistake in reselling and oftentimes we kind of go with a, um, I forget what it's called, but it's basically like a, uh, you kind of, uh, what is it? It's a lost... It's something to do with being a uh, kind of like a loss business where you you are kind of eating the the loss and you're not willing to basically break away from it and and sell off and so that's something that we have to be aware of because when you're kind of getting emotional about this and realizing I thought this was going to sell well and now it's not and now I'm just going to keep my price and, and not adjust it and not you know I was going to make forty bucks now I only make five or ten. That's something that you have to be aware of and and not get emotional about because those sorts of things can easily cause your capital to be tied up in bad items. And whether or not you like the profits you'll be getting afterwards, you still have to get rid of the items so you can keep reinvesting your money into new items. And so 
that's something that I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be going through and looking at a lot of the items that I have that haven't sold and reevaluating the prices, reevaluating the market and looking and seeing what they're going for and then pricing them accordingly to what the new market is compared to when I had originally priced them. And so I'll be doing that and then I will be going through just a lot of doing a lot of planning and stuff. I realize that whenever I get my week planned out on the weekend, I'm super productive. And then whenever I don't plan on anything, I'm usually kind of lost throughout the week whenever I try and get things done. And so trying to get things accomplished and trying to get my entire well, the, the four days that I'll be able to kind of work and stuff planned out, um, I'm going to get that done. So, and then at the end of the week, I'm going to be hanging out with my girlfriend and going to see her. So that'll be a lot of fun. I'll be able to get away for a little bit, which it's been crazy. It almost feels like I've been traveling a lot recently, um, which typically I don't really do that much, but it's just nice to be able to uh, see people and see family and friends and you know loved ones and stuff that you don't get to see that often and so it's just kind of been like that for August for me I've been able to see a lot of friends I don't usually see ever I've been able to see a lot of family members that I rarely see that have moved away and stuff and um, it'll be good to hang out with my girlfriend and see her since she um, as you know has a job in a different area so that'll be fun it'll be a good time I'm, gonna be, I'm excited to do that and kind of just chill this weekend a little bit with just getting reselling done there's been a lot going on i've been helping my grandparents move out of their house and into uh getting prepped to move into a new house and so that's been taking up time over the summer and stuff so it's nice to have that over with and and being able to just kind of focus again on reselling on saturdays rather than wondering if they're moving stuff out of their house or trying to help them out and stuff it'll be good to just kind of focus and vibe on reselling so that's what i'll be doing just a lot of that and then trying to get a lot of Instagram stuff done. There's just, there's a lot of, there's always so much stuff you can do and not enough time. And so I'm going to be working on that as well. So um, just a pretty, pretty uh, basic weekend, a lot going on with uh, some sneakers coming out. I got to pay attention and see what else is going to be releasing um, and then doing some retail arbitrage. I've been trying to pay attention to some of the local stores around me. I need to get a little bit more involved with talking to some of the workers there, some of the managers there, and trying to get a better sense of when items will be coming in, what types of items are coming in, uh, restocking days and stuff like that, because that can really help you. And if you kind of get an in with a store, oftentimes you can develop a relationship with them that will help you make a ton of money and help them out. Um, kind of help, well, I guess help them out because you'll be buying a lot of their products, but you know, it just helps you out a good bit and it's a good way to meet people. I, I do enjoy meeting people, but usually with reselling, we're in such a rush where you don't really dedicate enough time to building relationships. But the people who actually do that usually end up making a good amount of money off of it as well. So putting in the time, investing time into meeting people in the stores that work there and stuff, or just being kind to people there, that's really what you, that's really all you can hope for. And you'll end up doing very well with those sorts of things. And it, it pays off, basically. You don't have to feel like you're just wasting time in there and you should be getting going. Sometimes it's good to build relationships with people in there and actually talk to the people, see what's going on. Um, just because one, it's like kind of a nice thing to do and, and, and kind of the right thing to do. And two, it gets you better at doing that and can really, really pay off in dividends later on down the road. It's a very, um, it can be very helpful to know people in some of these retail stores and stuff. And so um, that's just something that I'm going to be doing is trying to pay attention to that. Uh, there's a lot of items I'm going to be going after once Q4 rolls around. Really, once September hits, I, I it's hopefully going to be nonstop for me. And so um, that's just something I'm looking at, trying to get the last few things ready to go with my eBay store and getting as much moved out as I can. Um, I've really been accepting a lot of offers. There's some offers that I've been 
turning down just because they're like they're terrible but i've almost been tempted to accept them just because it's like well you know at that point you can get money back you can get some money you can get all of your money back depending on what it is and you could um you could make a good amount of money with that money if you reinvest it it's just you know it's reinvesting into smart things i like to test a lot of things and sometimes that involves testing things without return policies which I wouldn't recommend for a new seller, but for somebody, unless you're doing like a thrift store or something. But if you're vet, if you're a veteran seller and you've been doing this for a while, it's probably good to try and test stuff without return policies. And so I do that a fair bit. I realize that I can probably sell a lot of the stuff that I get, even if it doesn't have a return policy. I may take a small loss on it, but at the end of the day, you've learned something and that's something very valuable. And so if I lose five or ten bucks on a pair of shoes, it's not the end of the world, really not a big deal at all. Um, I'm just happy to have the money back and the knowledge to say, hey, this shoe doesn't do well or, you know, it keeps me paying attention to shoes very, very closely whenever I invest in a, a certain shoe that comes out and I see that it does poorly because now I'm going, well, why did this shoe do poorly? And then I go look at all the other sizes. I realize, oh, maybe uh, smaller sizes did well in this shoe or maybe uh, large sizes, only large sizes did well or maybe just sporadically some sizes did well and it's just a, it's a mixed bag and you never really know. And maybe it's just random. You never know. Um, but it's good because when you put money down for something and it's something that's very new to me, but when you have money to put down and you put down a significant amount of money into something, you tend to pay attention and learn it a lot better than you would if it was free or it didn't really have any risk. And so that's what I realized. I realized I learn a lot better by having some stake or I guess some skin in the game or however you want to put it. Um, but, but basically having a stake in whatever's going on in a real one, not just uh, something I can return oftentimes helps me learn because I can pay attention a little bit better when things like that are going on. And so um, whether it's investing into a course and, and making sure, I mean, if you're going to do a course, make sure that you vet the person, that you actually know they're a legit person that's not just some, uh, as Gary Vee would call him, like a snake oil salesman. But seriously, I mean, there's a lot of people that do really well with courses. There's a lot of people who just have them that really don't know what they're doing and they made something because they want to make an extra buck. And there's a difference. Um, but, you know, whether it's doing that, whether it's buying product that you're not really, that you want to learn more about and you've done your research and you feel like, hey, I want to take a step into this and start learning it for real. Uh, you know, that's another way to learn. And there's just, there's a lot of ways to learn, but I feel that I push myself to learn the most whenever I have actual money riding on the line with it. And so that's something that I have done in the past. It's worked well for me. It's pushed me to learn a lot. It's pushed me to gain a lot of knowledge. Oftentimes things that you do for the first time you fail at. And so a lot of times I'll end up spending money in, wow, it is flooded here. Um, I will end up spending money and uh, losing money, but it's usually not that large of a loss that, you know, the amount of knowledge that I've gained from what I've learned through investing in whatever that new shoe is or the new product or the new piece of uh, whatever to help my business, whatever that would be. Um, you know, those sorts of things help me learn a lot more. And so that's something that I'm going to be trying to do. I'm also going to be trying to reinvest money very wisely. So it's a hard balance because I want to learn, but I also want to be smart and make the most I can. And so it's just a, a very, very delicate balance for me to kind of get and keep. But um, there was one thing I want to talk about today, and it is it's a new platform that I've seen popping up on social media a lot. I see a lot of Poshmark sellers moving to it. From what I've read on it, the reviews are very mixed, and I think that as a brand new seller who's never sold somewhere, it is not a good platform for you to start with. But as a veteran Poshmark or Mercari clothing seller, or eBay clothing seller, 
it is a good platform to move into. And if you, you probably may know what I'm talking about, but the, if you've never heard of it before, it's called ThreadUp. And ThreadUp is a, a platform that I think is either partnered with JCPenney or Macy's. I think that that was a thing they were doing for a while back in 2019. And then COVID hit, and I don't know what the heck they've been doing. But um, it's a very interesting platform. Basically, it's a consignment shop that's online. Um, and you can think of it like basically any of the consignment shops in your area, but you're sending all your stuff in um, online. And so there's a lot of sneakers, places that do this, like a flight club, or um, there is... Uh, What's the other one? There's Flight Club, and then there's um, there's another one that does it. I can't remember it right now. Um, and then I think Goat will actually like hold your sneakers for you and take a larger percentage of the cut. But that's really a little bit of a different thing. They're not actually doing like consignment on it or anything. But this is basically kind of like those, but for all clothing. And they have different requirements and stipulations and stuff. But basically. What they're asking of you is that you send in any clothing that is, I don't think it has to be new with tags, I think it just has to be clothing, and it has to be like clean, it has to be like laundered and stuff, like you can't just send in like random like gym clothes that you wore or something like that, which I don't know why you do that anyway, but some people may, so they don't want you to do that. But basically, it's good for selling clothes and stuff that you can't sell on Poshmark and eBay. And so maybe you have a lot of clothes that you've sold on Poshmark and you have a huge closet on Poshmark and you're waiting there and, you know, you have just a ton of items that you said, hey, these are bad buys, right? You know, I go to the bins a lot or I go to the thrift a lot and I see that these are just super cheap. They're all tester items. Um, I'm not making any money on these. They're just wasting space in my house. I'd like to redonate them. Well, ThreadUp basically says that you can do an inventory on those throw them all in a box or a bag, they send you, they send you the label and then you send it out to them. And from there, they'll take it out, they'll evaluate it. If it's worth them selling, they'll sell it great. If not, they either redonate it, they re, um, they recycle it, or for I think like 11 bucks, they'll ship it back to you. Now, that's one of the things that gets a lot of people. So you don't really know what it's gonna sell for and they have to do their evaluation once it's in-house. So. If you're new at selling, I wouldn't really just go sourcing for ThreadUp unless your buy cost is super low. Like you're doing all stuff from the Goodwill bins, uh, which is a place that does clothing by the pound for cost, or you know, you're doing something like that. If you're just going out and doing like retail arbitrage and stuff, you're probably gonna be in over your head. And I really wouldn't do that. But there are a lot of successful people that have been doing Poshmark and eBay for a while while just doing clothing and they're sending it in there and they're sending in a lot of the stuff that hasn't sold for them. And rather than just donating it, maybe half of their inventory gets accepted, half of it just doesn't get accepted. They choose not to bring it back because it's not worth anything anyways. ThreadUp donate, donates it for them, and then the other half that they keep, they put on their store for I don't know how many months. And if it sells, you get a percentage. And the percentage varies per clothing, per item. Uh, it is something that it differs based off of what you sell it for. So it's something that you can make a lot of money with with your old clothes that you haven't sold yet. And so I don't think a lot of people realize that. I think they just think, hey, I should redonate this. Uh, it's not doing me any good. But there's a platform out there for that where basically it donates for you what you don't need and then they'll try and sell for you whatever they can. And so that's something that's very appealing to me. I think that you can make a lot of money with something like that. Maybe not a lot of money, but a good amount of money just based off of... Um, putting in 
products to their inventory and stuff that they that they would sell for you that you're not going to sell anyways. And some of the payouts are low. Some of the people, I mean, they're making like eight cents. Okay, that's not worth your time. Some of the people are making eight bucks. Some of the people are making 20 bucks on stuff they weren't selling on their Poshmark closet. So it's worth your time to try and give it a shot and see what happens. Um, you know, it really is, I don't think you have to spend any money. Um, you may have to cover the cost to ship to them. But I'm not even sure if you have to do that. So um, definitely a platform that you should look into. Now, the thing I was saying is a lot of people that start on ThreadUp and just start buying clothes to sell on ThreadUp, uh, you can do that. But if you don't know what you're doing, oftentimes people go out and spend a lot of money on clothing and then go on ThreadUp and they either won't accept it. So you just lost the money on that and then you have to pay to ship it back or they will sell it and then give you a lower payout than what you paid for the item. So either way, you shouldn't have sent the item in but you don't know that until you get there and or until the, the clothing gets there because they can't just evaluate it from your house. And so that is one word of caution, but if you just have stuff that you can't get rid of, I'd just throw it in there and see what happens. So um, that's something I've been looking at. I don't really do a ton of clothing, so it's not something that appeals to me that much, but like I said, may appeal to you if you do a lot of Poshmark or eBay and do strictly clothing. And so um, with that being said, I think I'm gonna go. That's just something that I've kind of been thinking about and hopefully helps you out a little bit. But, um, you know, it could really help you with that sort of a thing if you're doing a lot of clothing. So I'm going to go. But you guys have a good one. And I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.